Welcome to episode 60 of EIU Panthers Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Moser. Today we continue our Class of 2021 Hall of Fame series with Todd Maroney. Maroney was a multiple-time all-conference selection in both track and cross-country, running for the Panthers during the mid-1990s. Maroney talks about winning conference titles as a member of both the Mid-Continent Conference and Ohio Valley Conference in the steeplechase, in addition to being one of just two EIU cross-country runners to make the NCAA National Championship meet during the Panthers' NCAA Division I era. We are in our second season of EIU Panthers podcast, and you can listen to any of our episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Search EIU Panthers podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio podcasts. Consolidated Communications is a proud sponsor of Eastern Illinois Athletics. Want to learn more about the future of broadband for your home or business? Then visit Consolidated.com today. Stay up to date on all things EIU athletics related by visiting EIUPanthers.com, the official athletic website of Eastern Illinois Panthers Athletics. You can also follow us on Twitter at EIU underscore Panthers. This week in EIU Athletics, the Panthers hold the annual Athletic Hall of Fame weekend with the classes from 2020 and 2021 both being inducted. Football will host UT Martin on Saturday afternoon with women's soccer hosting Belmont on Sunday for the program's senior day. Now to this week's episode of EIU Panthers podcast with former cross-country and track runner and 2021 Hall of Fame inductee Todd Maroney. And welcome to another edition of EIU Panthers podcast. We'll continue our Hall of Fame series here, our class of 2020 inductees. Our guest today is Todd Maroney, a former EIU cross country and track standout here for the Panthers. Todd, thanks for joining us on the program. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Now, we we mentioned you were a a cross country and a track runner. And I guess one of the questions I'll ask you to kind of start with is, the sports are somewhat different, but they are different sports. If you have to identify yourself as one, when people ask you, which which do you kind of lean more towards? Or do you tell people I was a cross country guy or I was a track guy? Ah, that's a good question. I really, I think I prefer cross country. Um, it's something about, I mean, you know, a fall morning, not like today when it's 86, <laughs> but a, a nice fall morning when it's upper 30s, low 40s. and you wake up and know it's race day. Um, just something about the leaves falling, getting out there and seeing your breath. It's just, it just gets you going, I think. Now, the the, the other question I always ask, and, I'm, and I, I've been able to do this, this is the, the second Hall of Fame class we've had since we've done the, started doing the podcast. And I'm always curious what people's reaction was when they kind of get the call to be told they're a Hall of Fame member. So I'll, <laughs> I'll kind of ask you kind of what, what, what that experience was like and kind of what your reaction was when you got the call. It's funny. I was at, uh, I, I coached my son's um, uh, little league team and right before the game started, I got the call um, saying that like I had been chosen and um, it was just, it just still gets me a little choked up. <laughs> um, I just, I didn't expect it. So um it just really meant a lot. Now, I'll give you a moment to kind of collect yourself there. Yeah, it's just, it, it just brings back a lot of memories. Um, yeah. A lot of the great friends I made through the years. Uh, Coach Mack was like, Coach Mack's probably one of the most important people in my life ever. So it was great to be nominated by him. 
Now you, you talk about Coach Mack, and and when we do have the Hall of Fame ceremony here in a few weeks, Coach Mack will be your presenter. I've been fortunate yeah. enough to know Coach Mack, my son, for a period of time. He ran cross country. He's no longer in that. He um, had had a leg injury, which kind of, as you know, if you're going to run, if you're going to have a leg injury, that's probably the worst injury you, you, you can have. Yeah, but, for um, sure. Yeah, tremendous person in terms of not only a person, but in in the way they coach and. I guess you mentioned you, you coach your, your son's team there. It is, are there lessons you kind of take from, from coach McInerney as to how you kind of have coached teams you've been involved with since then? Yeah, I, you know, and I wouldn't even li um, limit it to sports. Um, I'm a manager um, right now. I manage a team, you know, we have like 17 people on our team and, and I use a lot of what I learned from coach Mac, even in my work, um, just always being positive, like, with Coach Mack, he had a personal relationship with everybody. He knew personal stories about everyone. Um, and I just think, you know, that helps me so much in the work world of just getting to know people personally, making that team um, atmosphere a, a big part of our everyday. Um, so I, you know, I attribute that completely to Coach Mack. He just, he was a very positive the way he coached. He never was down on people. You know, he was gonna tell you if, if you wanted to succeed, he's going to give you every option to succeed. Um, but he's never going to jump on you and, and, you know, ride you and tell you what you're doing wrong. So always positive. And that's why I try to be. Now, when you you ran cross country and track here at Eastern and mm -hmm. I always kind of the, the questions I always kind of curious as to people, when they get into the sports, what, what got you involved in, tracking cross country uh, did you play a lot of sports and then kind of when you got to high school realized this is where I could succeed or was there a a mentor a parent that kind of pushed you to say hey this is the avenue you really need to do if you want to be in athletics yeah I I played a lot of sports growing up um and but my dad was a big runner he uh you know he he was uh, you know, he didn't set any records or anything like that, but he really enjoyed running. He enjoyed, you know, training for a couple of races. Um, and so he got me into it. Um, I really enjoyed baseball. I always, you know, like every kid, I thought I was going to be a professional baseball player, <laughs> but the older I got, the, you know, the more I realized like, yeah, the people around me are a lot better than me at that. So um, I realized early on that I had, you know, I, I had a special gift for running. Um, you know, and I, and I realized like, you know, I trained decently hard growing up, but, you know, once I got to college, I realized that it was a whole different ball game, but um, I think it just started to become like process of elimination, you know, playing a lot of sports, then getting down to just baseball and sitting the bench and basketball, realizing that's probably not going to happen for too long. So, and then running just was kind of there the whole time. Then the other thing is in high school, you're, you're able to run cross country, you run distance as well. Did you end up kind of finding out that one, the cross country kind of led into wanting to be a track athlete as you kind of the, probably the training processes were very similar for the two sports. Yeah. So in, in high school, um, I kind of went back and forth. I, I didn't run cross country my freshman year. I did go out my sophomore year, but then for track, I ran, I, I played baseball instead um, my sophomore year. And then I would say after my sophomore year, I realized like, okay, if I, if I really want to get to college and if I want to do this in college, um, I'm going to have to, you know, do it, do it year round. And so, um, yeah, I always enjoyed cross country. I was, I was always the type that, uh, 
would go out super hard in the race and you know i would finish and it would be total exhaustion i i i don't think i really learned how to completely race in high school um i just went out there and tried to run as hard as i could for as long as i could so um but yeah yeah so i would say i was probably a cross-country runner first and then you know track came along with it and then what and the, i asked that question because when you got to track the, the one of the accolades that you have in track is you were a you ran distance during the indoor and and mm -hmm. I, when i do the next statement people understand what i why i separate the two is during but during the outdoor you became a you ran the steeplechase which is always the the event everybody likes to see yeah i don't know if they if it's the carnage if they think people are going to fall in the water oh, yeah. or if it's just because it's it's different i guess what attracted you then from being a a distance running cross country to the steeplechase yeah that's a Gosh, what got me interested in that? It's crazy. Um, it just, yeah, I, I think for a while, I, you know, especially my freshman year, I, there was this, I was this in-between person where I might not have been fast enough to be a miler, um, but I don't think I quite, at least as a freshman, had the endurance to be like a 10K or, yeah. so there's just, I felt like I kind of fell in this gray area. Um, the steeplechase was one of those events that, I think it kind of equalized out, you know, if somebody was super fast, well, it, 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 it makes it different when there's these barriers that don't move in front of you. It, yeah. It's a, it's a big difference. So I kind of got in there more out of curiosity just to see like, okay, let's see how it goes. Um, and just loved it from the first time. I mean, you know, I, I was fortunate and I won conference all four years in the steeplechase and, um, yeah, just never expected that. Now, what you guys talked about, you, you won conference. The yeah. conference you guys were in a unique time in, in Eastern Illinois history and the fact that you had been division one for a number of years, but you guys were making a conference shift. So your last couple of yeah. years, you compete in the Mid-Continent Conference, which has one, one group of schools. You go into the OVC your, your last couple of years. What was the, that, as an athlete, what was that adjustment like, I guess, first of all, starting to go against different schools, but then what did you notice maybe in the, in the levels of competition from in, in all those different sports between the conferences? Well, yeah. And that's a good, good segue for, for the steeplechase because um, the mid-continent. So, you know, I was in there my first two years, one conference um, the year after we left for the steeplechase, the time just went crazy fast. All of a sudden they had three or four guys, that just ran absurd times. And so it wasn't the worst thing to yeah. get out of there at that point. So might've made the turn at the change at the right time, especially for me. But um, the one thing going into the OVC that realizes like with Eastern Kentucky, um, pretty much from that point, I think they still always had extremely strong runners. Um, they had a they had an international pipeline um, and they would get some great runners. And that, that was always great. Um, you know, you'd get to know a couple of them in college and after school, you run into them and they're like assistant coaches and things like that and find out like, Hey, they're, you know, they're great guys, but man, they were, there were some tough guys, especially Eastern Kentucky for the distance. So now, did it, did it change a little bit? And uh, I know Eastern has a, a philosophy on how it recruits and develops athletes. Did it change? Did you feel like the dynamic of, of the team at Eastern when, when, when it switched conferences or did you guys not really even notice other than, Hey, we're going, 
instead of going in the Midwest and kind of the North for our conference meet, we're going to go more to the, the South and the Southeast for our conference meets. Yeah, I, I don't think it changed us too much. Um, there, you know, it seemed like with the Ohio Valley, it was those front runners that they had a number of really good, um, really good top end talent. Um, but I think we, you know, as a team, especially in track, we kind of went in there and with indoor and outdoor, we expected to win every year. Um, and I remember my senior year, um, we had set a goal to win conference by 100 points because we, we knew like, heck, we're, we're the better team. We're the best team in this conference right now. And so let's go try to win by 100, you know, like to give ourselves a great goal to like every single person on the team was striving to beat one more person just because like we had a we had our own personal goals like that. Now, when you, you ran there, you were on a, uh, track and cross country are, are team sports and also individual sports. You had individual success, but also team success. You mentioned already that you kind of knew that Eastern had a good track program. And when they mm -hmm. moved from winning in the mid-con to winning in the OBC, that was kind of an expectation. As an individual athlete, did how did that become part of, I guess, the, the overall team dynamic. Eastern, I, I've always thought is interesting in that part of the success of the track program is the team first mentality and not necessarily mm -hmm. the individual first mentality. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, especially, you know, I think of the year we won our conference meet in cross country that I was a part of. Um, I had been number two runner, maybe number three runner the whole year. And on that day, I was our fifth runner. Um, because people just picked it up. I had a bad race. Um, and I just remember guys passing like, Hey, come on, we got to go. And like, you know, just things like that, like, you know, people stepped up and, um, that's just, that's just kind of how it was. Like we, we, we had each other's back on the field, you know, when we're running and we were all great friends off the, you know, so that, that was the best part is we just, we definitely were a team. Um, you know, like my wife, my wife ran here at Wisconsin. Um, and the difference is like at Eastern, like the men and women's programs are combined and you just, it's just double the amount of people that are there for your support. You support them and, and the men and women all together, are just great friends. And I, I just think that's a, that's an extremely important atmosphere that, that Eastern has. It's just that, that group mentality like that. Now we mentioned that Eastern had team success when you were there. Nine conference championships, if I'm if I counted the number right, I may have even cheated you out of one or two there. But I, I know you guys had a lot of a lot of success. But individual success as well. One of the things that I know that that Coach McInerney and I don't know if you knew that he nominated you for the Hall of Fame. Um, so, but one of his his things on there is that you know you had made the the NCAA nationals in cross country mm -hmm. at, a, at a school like Eastern that doesn't happen that often it's yeah. a little bit harder to do i guess take us back if you can kind of what was <laughs> that experience like um and kind of maybe even some of the things you remember from that experience <laughs> well leading i mean leading up to the race was a lot more fun than the actual race but um i remember districts you know you get the you get the little card the night before of all the people that are participating and i think i stopped counting at 50 people that had beat me i was like okay well I had a personal goal that I wanted to make it, but I was like, okay, this is not looking good, but let's just, let's see what happens. And then the next morning we woke up and, you know, this is before really cell phones. So wasn't checking the weather the night before. Um, 
but we had like three or four inches of snow. Um, terrible winds. I mean, it was just, it was, you know, another kind of like what we've talked about with the steeplechase. It just was an equalizer. Um, and I just remember going out and sticking my nose up in there and just like, hey, let's see what happens. And uh, I, I passed a guy from Illinois the last step, like literally the last step. Um, and earlier in the year, Illinois had put seven runners ahead of me. So I was like, you know, this is, yes. <laughs> I, I passed their last guy, their, their lead runner, literally the last step. And I went to nationals and I was the last qualifier. So it could have been a big different story, you know, with different weather, but heck, you know, we, I went out there and ran the race that I could on, in that weather. So, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that I had qualified until, um, practice like a week, a couple of days later and, and coach acres, you know, before practice told everybody. So yeah, that was crazy. Well, that's definitely something that, that, that would change because in today's modern era, you'd probably know as soon as you went across the line, cause yeah, they would in the, in the days of cell phones and all those types of things nowadays. So when you go, yeah. when you guys do that, and I, at the time with the national championship still been in Terre Haute, or were you able to actually travel somewhere a little bit more exotic? Yeah, it, a little bit more. It was in South <laughs> Carolina. Okay. So um, yeah, coach Mack and I went out there. Um, yeah. I mean, for people that know running, I, I remember I was at a table with like Bernard Lagat, um, Meb Kaplesky, you know, who's been a Olympian um, medalist, um, Abdi Abdomen, who I think ran the Olympics this this time around, like he's like 45 and he, I, he was in there in the trials. He might've made the Olympic team in the marathon still. So um, Adam Goucher. So, I mean, it was just kind of neat to like see the people you hear about all the time. Um, but that was a very humbling experience because I realized like I like to go out hard and I was sprinting from the from the word go. So um, it was definitely a humbling experience, but it was, you know, it was a great experience to get there. Now, you, you talked about the some of those names there that are world class runners and, and people that are in the running industry, they would know them. Did you yourself, did you kind of continue running afterwards? Have you, mm -hmm. are you the type of person that then have done some marathons and those types of things? Or did you, do you just kind of run to stay in shape? <laughs> yeah. So right after college, I moved to Indianapolis and um, I got hooked up with a team there. They were called the Indiana Invaders. Okay. Um, and I was actually one of the first runners to join the team. They, they were just forming at the time. And I saw a flyer where I worked out that said like, if you've run these specific times, or if you've qualified for nationals and cross country for D1, um, contact us. And so I got hooked up with them. Um, and I, I ran with them for probably five or six good years. Um, we did, we went to a lot of cross country meets. We did a lot of track meets. Um, it was, yeah, it was excellent. Um, so I, I ran there for about six or seven years. Um, I actually met my wife on that team. Okay. Um, and then her, then we moved down to Memphis and continued to run a little bit, not quite as competitive and, and everything like that, but kind of stuck with it for a number of years, did some marathons at that point. Um, and then lately after we have three kids and it's just kind of like run when I can, you know, <laughs> yeah. Probably chasing, I mean, chasing the kids more so than anything else. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Not really any cross country runners yet. Um, no interest yet, but we'll see. Maybe, we'll, maybe one of them will. 
Now you mentioned that your wife is from um, Madison, went to Wisconsin, and I know you're living up in that area now. I guess kind of catch people up a little bit on 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 what you're doing post EIU. I know you you mentioned briefly earlier that you kind of oversee a, a team and and the team concept of the the accolades and lessons kind of learned from Coach McInerney. You've been able to to employ that with where you yep. work nowadays. Yep, yep. Um, I you know I kind of we've moved around a few times I lived in Indianapolis then we moved down to Memphis up to the Chicago area and then we've been here in Madison for um, about 12 years now um, I work for this uh, company Navitas Health Solutions um, manager on the analytics team um, and yes yeah, so I've been doing that for you know I've been with the company for almost 10 years now um, manage a team we have about 17 people on the team now so that's kind of what I do um, run, you know, a few times a week, but just getting to the age, if you try to do it too much, you're just going to get hurt. So um, I was lucky enough. I never really had too many injuries, you know, through high school, through college. Uh, that's a big part of it. I mean, if you stay healthy, you can stay training. So um, I was, you know, I, I'll take the injuries now over the injuries then. So, but yep. And uh, have three kids now. And so it's, kind of, you know, the, the running I do is getting them to sports and, and all their activities. Very good. And I know one of the things that we're they're gonna that Coach McInerney kind of wants to do when you guys come back um, in addition to the Hall of Fame, as you mentioned that you guys won the OVC championship your first year in the league, the cross country, mm -hmm. which would have been EIU's first OVC championship and to very quickly date people that oh, EIU has been in the OVC for more than 25 years now, not to, not to date yeah. yourself there, Todd, or date, date myself. Yeah. I, I was not here then, but I, but I would have been out of college my, myself at, at that point in time. How often, I guess, maybe do you, the guy, you've mentioned some of the bonds you, you build with those teammates. How often do you guys kind of get together or is this going to be an opportunity for you guys to, to celebrate for the first time together in a while? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, right after college, we would meet up, um, we met up, you know, we just meet up in Chicago, go to the Cubs games and stuff like that with a bunch of the, a bunch of the guys. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's great with texting. I text a number of them and stuff like that, but yeah, I haven't seen many of them in years. So um, I'm hoping a lot of them can get down for that. It'll be a, it'll be great to see a lot of people. Well, we're looking forward to having you back on campus. It's been great catching up and hearing some of the, the, the stories from your times here at Eastern and, once again, congratulations on your induction into the Hall of Fame, and we look forward to having you back here on campus in a few weeks. All right. Thank you very much.